everyone, Siobhan Chapin here. Welcome to Top of the Morning on the UBS Market Moves podcast channel. Today we continue with our series of fixed income conversations as we will examine the latest fixed income strategist publication to better understand the narratives to navigate as a fixed income investor in 2023. Joining us for the conversation, I'm glad to welcome back Leslie Falconio, Head of Taxable Fixed Income Strategy Americas with the UBS Chief Investment Office. Hello, Leslie. Hi, how are you? Thank you. Of course. So let's begin the conversation. The title of this month's Fixed Income Strategist is Navigating the Narrative. What are the notable factors that will drive fixed income performance over the course of 2023? You know, well, we, we decided to, to label or to title it Navigating the Narrative because what we've seen over the past, you know, couple months and particularly the past since the December uh, FOMC meeting is really a divergence of what the market is expecting versus what the Fed is, you know, trying to navigate. So what I, what I mean by that is the market's become very dovish in the sense that they expect 25 ba- or about 50 basis points of easing in 23, followed by maybe another 150 in 24, and they do expect that the terminal rate to be much lower than what the Fed has projected. So when we think about the drivers for fixed income, I mean, we we overall, for the long term, continue to remain bullish. And what I mean by that is that we do expect the 10-year yield to more than likely drop in the second half of 23 and could reach that 3%. But when we look at where we are today, given the 50 basis point rally that we've seen already, that's not a huge amount of price appreciation. So one of the biggest drivers will be coupon or income. And fortunately, coming into the year, the opportunity set to to earn income is very wide. So looking at the treasury curve, what do you see being priced in over the next year and what is your rate outlook? Yeah, I mean, the, the, the curve has been a, a somewhat of an enigma because if we, if you remember, the curve started to invert very early, like March, April, right? And when it did, automatically people were like, okay, the curve's inverted, so therefore we automatically have recession. But I hate to say this, but we do know this time is different. And the, the 210s at about a negative 70 has been inverted for a very, very long time. So our expectation is, is that more than likely, the curve will stay inverted until probably about like that May area, and then the Fed will reach that terminal value, which we believe is higher than what the market is pricing in. And when the Fed pauses, not pivot necessarily, but pauses, you'll have this steeping of the yield curve. However, because we don't believe that there's going to be this large amount of easing in 23, right, there might be 25 basis points, you know, it obviously will depend on the data, but we don't think the Fed will really shift course very quickly, is that although the curve will re-steep in the second half, you're still probably going to be inverted in 23, less inverted, but still inverted. And then when you come in 24, the curve will start to normalize. And our really focus, and particularly when we think about our fixed income portfolio and the positions we have on, we really focus on that kind of five-year-ish part of the curve. And the reason why we've done that is because the five-year not only had was incredibly poor performance in uh, 2022, it also had a tendency to lead the way with a shift in monetary policy. And even though we don't believe that the Fed will ease tremendously, once they pause, that five-year will lead. So we really do like that intermediate part of the curve. Now, within the publication, you mentioned how CIO has incrementally increased interest rate exposure. How are you recommending that investors be positioned? 
Yeah, I mean, we, we came into the year, uh, what I would say long. But, but what I say, when I say long, it was like a, you know, I'm long the 10 year or I'm long a 10 year tip. We came into the year incrementally long interest rate risk, but in a low risk type of way. And, and what I mean by that is our positions of being higher quality assets that we prefer versus the higher credit embedded assets, whether it's senior loans or high yield, those positions have led us to really have an incremental increase in interest rates. So when we came into this year, as we all know, that the, the, the market has rallied a tremendous amount. We've stayed somewhat in this range of 340 to 390. And right now what we're doing is we're taking off a little bit of that interest rate exposure. Not because we believe there's going to be a huge rate move higher or because we believe the end of the year will end up within – a, a yield that has a 4%, we still believe over the longer term yields will be down, but the magnitude of the move has been just so great that we're just taking off of the table, taking on profit, and we will reset at a later time, which will probably be at the higher end of the range of 390. Should the 10-year breach its 2022 high of 4.25%, which is important to note is not CIO's expectation, how does the downside protection enter in? Yeah, that's a great question, and, and honestly, that's the risk, because when we think about what the market is pricing in, it's become very comfortable with inflation's lower. It's become very comfortable with the growth is lower, so therefore, the Fed's going to pause at a lower rate. They're not going to go as much, they're not going to hike as much as what we originally anticipated. They'll pause in, say, you know, that May area, but then they're going to start to ease. So that is really the catalyst or the risk to this market, because the market is pressing in such a dovish outlook, the catalyst is, you know, for whatever reason, China reopening, wages go back up, you know, whatever it might be, that inflation start doesn't keep its trend lower but goes higher. And if that should be the case, then interest rates will rise. But most people aren't expecting that, and that really is the risk. So how we're mitigating that is by not taking on too much interest rate risk. We're longer, right, but we're the intermediate part of the curve, and we're not sort of putting everything on red. We're doing it incrementally until we see some more data. Looking ahead to next week, what's on your radar that fixed income investors should be mindful of? I mean, there's a lot on the radar. We, all, we always have a tendency to look at, because the volatility is so great, is that, you know, given how much spreads have compressed, right, particularly in the higher embedded credit sectors, you know, we, we take a look at how long this might last or, you, or really whether what's going to happen to volatility. So that's how we're kind of pacing our outlook. And, again, because we're in this range of 340 to 390, we kind of look for those type of variables which might break us out of the range or go to the top of the range where, where we might add a little bit more interest rate risk. But overall, we're expecting, you know, not more than likely spreads will widen. I mean, because we're only in 19, 20 days of the year, and we're already like 60, 70 basis points tighter in a lot of these asset classes. So it's a really big move in a short period of time, and it's a very long year. So we don't want to try and chase it, but we want to try and opportunistically position. All right. Thank you so much, Leslie, for joining us. Thanks very much. Appreciate it. Of course. Again, today we have been joined by Leslie Falconio, Head of Taxable Fixed Income Strategy Americas with the UBS Chief Investment Office. And as a reminder to our clients and listeners, the UBS Chief Investment Office authors a variety of publications and blogs that touch on timely market developments, asset classes, and portfolio allocations. These resources can be located on UBS.com forward slash CIO, Fixed Income Strategist 
navigating the narrative. For our clients of UBS, please contact your financial advisors to learn more and to receive a copy of the publication directly. Top of the Morning is a part of the UBS Market Moves podcast channel, which is available where podcasts are found, including on iTunes and Spotify. Visit UBS.com forward slash studios to view the entire podcast offering, as well as the new UBS trending video series. From UBS Studios, I'm Siobhan Chapman, and thank you for joining us. UBS Chief Investment Office's investment views are prepared and published by the Global Wealth Management Business of UBS AG or its affiliate, UBS. This material has no regard to the specific investment objectives, financial situation, or particular needs of any specific recipient and is published for informational purposes only. As a firm providing wealth management services to clients globally, UBS AG and its subsidiaries offer both investment advisory services and brokerage services. Investment advisory services and brokerage services are separate and distinct, differ in material ways and are governed by different laws and separate arrangements. In the USA, UBS Financial Services Inc. is a subsidiary of UBS AG and a member of FINRA SIPC. For information, please visit our website at UBS.com forward slash working with us. For a full legal disclaimer applicable to the independent investment views produced by UBS, please visit our website at ubs.com forward slash CIO disclaimer.